0: Queerness is not a monolith. We are but a small representation of our fabulous community. Thoughts expressed in this podcast are meant to inform, entertain, and provide context in a world full of sound bites and chaotic headlines.
1: The goal? To create a safe space to educate ourselves and our community, learn from our guests, and provide comfort for those out there who may not have an outlet of queer expression. This is
0: Queer Context. Hello and welcome to Queer Context, a podcast where two queer Texans talk queer shit about queer things and, yeah, queer Texas. How's that wine hitting? It's hitting great. <laughs> it's hitting great. I am here with my co-host, who doesn't know this yet, but I've signed us up for The Amazing Race. Why? Why? Because we're <laughs> poor, but we love to travel on someone else's dime. <laughs> Did you really do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I, no, <laughs> no, I did not. Although I considered it after you told me that we could not sign up for that RuPaul uh, game oh. show. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was not ready for
1: game show. I did the amazing race. I got great sense of direction. Um that's great cuz I don't Yeah. Uh, hold on. Uh, he is the Grand Marnier floater to my margarita. <laughs> Roger Cadron. I
0: love it. <laughs> I love that. That's actually the nicest thing that anyone has ever said about me. It's pretty sweet, right? I think it is sweet. Yeah. And it's expensive. It is
1: expensive. Listen, that's when you're going to treat yourself to the top shelf margarita Mm -hmm. with the Grand Grand Marnier flavor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do you like Grand Marnier by itself?
0: I do not. Oh,
1: okay. In college, I had, uh, I worked at a European bistro and they flambéed fruit in Grand Marnier. Really? It's one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life. Where? Uh, Ottawa, Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) They were, he was British, she was French, and they opened a European bistro in Ottawa, Kansas. Okay. Which was short-lived. Shocker. Um, But yeah. Flambéed fruit and Grand Marnier.
0: That sounds amazing. It was phenomenal. I used Grand Marnier the first time that I hosted a party at an apartment in Astoria in in Queens in New York. Uh, My ex and I, we hosted a, a Tony Awards slash housewarming party and so I made a batch of my margaritas but I used Grand Marnier mm-hmm. instead of triple sec mm-hmm. because I was like, this is the first time I'm really host I had an outdoor patio, I, it, was, it was a thing How did they turn out? Um, everyone was flopped on the floor, piss ass <laughs> drunk I, I, <laughs> it was, uh, we were all, I was, everyone was hungover the next day and I was very proud of myself And yeah, the Grand Marnier was part of that. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm a big Grand Marnier fan.
0: Okay, so today, yeah, what are we talking about today? We're gonna go on a little trip. I love that. Giving you a journey. We're giving. Yes, we're giving journey. We're giving. We're giving getaway. (laughs) We're giving. someone prepared between recordings a little bit? <laughs> Not really. Um,
1: it's giving, it's giving, breaking your day. Yeah.
0: Escape from reality. An escape from reality. We're talking gay travel. Gay travel. <laughs> we're talking gay travel. Um, yeah.
1: Um, I would, okay, so w- when we're talking gay travel, Mm-hmm there are two different directions we need to talk about. Okay. I want to talk about the gay havens. Yes. But then I want to talk about kind of exploring another city's gay community.
0: I think that's great. I th- Oh, good. Oh, good. That's a good... Because it could go in many different directions. It could go either way, but everywhere you go, you're always kind of like, what do the gays do here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, oh, I just s- thought of something that I don't know if it's... Con- oh, I don't know if it would be considered... Oh, I I'm not going to say it, but I'm... N- Why not? We're here. Well, I don't know. I- okay, we'll get there.
1: <laughs> Let's start with gay havens. Gay havens, havens are there.
0: easy. They're... Yeah. Um, gay havens. So... Gay havens where historically gays and queer people choose the most amount, actually choose more ways to get there. Like the further you can go yes. With the with at least... More than two modes of transportation Girl That is how gay The further out you go Yes And if you have at least three modes of transportation You're going someplace really gay
1: Well, yes But also, I mean that I feel like that comes from an origin That's Of yeah. trying to be somewhere Way the fuck out there yeah. That people aren't gonna judge you And you can fully be yourself in that space Yeah um, Okay, so First
0: well, let's do from the Let's start from From our nexus here you know, I feel like, like when I moved back. Okay. I was like, okay, so like a lot of my questions were, okay, so for the summer, where did the gays go? Pools. Pools, yeah. Pools. <laughs> but like apparently Texans don't travel during the summer. Um, I mean,
1: yeah, like, like it was just, it was PV Pride last week. And okay. so like a lot of gays went to the Port- Puerto Vallarta. Um, But I mean, I feel like. I don't know. I know a lot of people travel. I guess they in go the where I go time in the springtime. I guess they go where I used That's to go. That's the thing. That's what's wild about these gay havens is because queer people are a smaller community. We all frequent these gay havens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, what was the first gay haven you
0: visited? I guess that would have to be Fire Island. Really? Yeah. How old were you? We? I was. So I went with someone that I was dating. He was there for a week, so he invited me out for a couple of days, and I would have been it. would I would twenty two,
1: yeah, twenty two year old. I was a 20,
0: in Fire Island. In Fire Island, oh my! A, but I was. I've never Island. done Fire Island, so break it down for. Us. Yeah, Fire Island was. Uh, oh, that was when I was twenty two years old, and it. Is a small island off the coast of Long Island in New York. And thing about Fire Island is it is not an ex Fire Island is a lot of different beaches and segments to it.
1: Is there not is it just like there's not like just like one strip?
0: It's it's not just it's it's one strip of an island, Mm -hmm. but it's broken up into sections. And so when when Queer people talk about Fire Island. They're referring to specifically the Pines and Cherry Grove. I've seen the documentary on Cherry Grove. Yes. Yeah. Did I recommend that during the pandemic? Because that's when I saw it. During no, the pandemic. I think that's when it
1: just hit Netflix and we all watched it. Ah, okay. So, <laughs>
0: but to, to get there from, from the city, mm-hmm. if you don't have a car, it is a train. Uh, Long Island Railroad to uh, Sayville, and then you get on a shuttle from the train station to the ferry landing, and then you. Take what this is up. more convoluted oh, than yeah. P town. Uh, uh, yes, ish. Yeah, and, and that, you're getting... already like, you're already like multiple trains. <laughs> uh huh. And then you're well, actually, you're getting on the subway from your apartment. Oh, on yeah. the subway, yeah, to Penn Station. What a journey! You get onto the Long Island Railroad, and you can you literally can be riding with a whole bunch of gays, yeah, you know, and a bunch Headed of Fire and Island. a bunch of like straight people going to their homes in Long Island. <laughs> um, who get off, and then you—they're literally shuttles, vans, and stuff, ready there to take you to the ferry, and you get either on one ferry to the Pines and one ferry to Cherry Grove, and then you're there. Thing is. It is a island of houses and boardwalks. So no cars are allowed on Fire Island. Really? Yes. Oh, I love that. So once you're there, you're there. There's you're, yeah. there, uh, there's one grocery store. Like, How big is it? It's very small. I think okay. it's actually called the pantry. It's probably the size of is it
1: the type of trip where like you bring your groceries with you? Yes. Okay.
0: Mm, yeah, I mean there are people who if
1: you're pre- if you're a prepper like me for a mm, vacation, you
0: bring your own grocery. I a lot of people definitely, especially if you have a house out there for the summer, because there are people that own houses, there mm-hmm. are people that rent out there. There, are, um, depending on the length of your stay, yeah, literally will get on the ferry with all you know a whole bunch of shit, and it's just it's. Yeah, the pantry is expensive. That grocery store is expensive. Well, yeah, you're the only shop in town. There's like three restaurants, and there is just an entire structure where there's the bars and stuff, and then in, and then you have the boardwalks that lead you to all the houses, and and then and then the beach. Uh, so, what did twenty two year old you think when you saw it for the first time? That this boy that I was meeting, I was going to marry. Were you going out there
1: to stay with somebody? Yeah. So it wasn't it was, like a friend trip. It was like a
0: no. It was uh, so the first time I went out there was with this florist. <laughs> we love a gay florist <laughs> that I <laughs> dated. That believe it or not, that uh, I was introduced to by the man that I would eventually end up dating for twelve years. Oh. But he had set me up with, uh, introduced me with this guy, send me up. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. Um and he had a share out in Fire Island for the, for a week. And so we, I went out for maybe like f- three days. And it was fun, you know. And I was just like, I'm so happy to be here with my boyfriend in Fire Island. Were y'all boyfriend? Uh, we were not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but you were
0: weekend boos. But
1: I was. Listen, because that's a whole travel mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. is having a travel boo,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a little travel boyfriend that you... Boo up with for three days or but four I, days I, I, or whatever. Know, I, I'm
0: pretty sure that he I was not the only person that he had checked up. Well, with. I mean, you're on Fire Island. So uh before I, I arrived, say that like I know what after, it's like. I've never been. Um I've actually only ever done the Pines. Mm-hmm. Um later on in my life there, I would eventually end up throwing house parties at Fire Island for work. Mm. I'll be honest, I don't like Fire Island. Yeah, it's, it's not your not your bag. Not for me. It's just it feels it still feels very circuity to me. Yeah, and I know people. It's a cruising scene. It's a it's a cruising scene. Yeah, and that is that has been the aura of it since before the AIDS crisis. Um, Being able to have this kind of haven, not too far from where you live, but it felt secluded enough. It, It. I I understand this kind of magical aura that people talk about it when when they talk about fire. But
1: I think that's something that you kind of get at any gay haven.
0: You can. I feel
1: like it's an aura of like, you're in a space where you know or you're confident that you can act as yourself and there will be others around like you and you will not be chastised for it.
0: Absolutely. There is, I will say though, there is no other place in, that I know of like Fire Island. Yeah. There is There is something about Fire
1: Island. I mean, I, we su- I suggest to anybody the documentary about Cherry Grove mm-hmm. because that gives us the history of how it got there and, like, how it evolved. But that,
0: I mean, people and, were really looking for some secluded. And Cherry Grove is a completely different scene than yeah. the Pines. And in that documentary, they do talk about kind of the difference of it uh and i have been told that i should visit cherry grove especially since i love p-town and yeah, that cherry ground cherry sense. ground cherry grove is How's more kind of it's, it's very good <laughs> very good <laughs> cherry grove is more a kind of p-town speed uh, but it's still an island yeah with nothing to do yeah except so, boys except boys <laughs> And I have done my fair share of boys in Fire Island. Then yeah, um, you got you. Got I your do. It's just as I got older, and I did not. In my twenties, I did. I had. I have gay friends. I had gay friends, and uh, you did. Yeah, I did. I did. But we weren't the let's. Let's all go to Fire Island together. Let's go into a house. Also, I didn't want to be one of like twenty five people. Oh no! In a house. Oh no! All pain. So that and, and that could be the only way we. Most I did was ten, and the lesson was learned. Yeah, the most like, and that and, and and that that is how a lot of people do you, Fire Island because it yeah. is expensive. I get that, but also, I
1: feel like a lot of people realize there are friends you can travel with, mm-hmm. and friends that you don't travel with, mm-hmm. and it's not very often that we that at this at this point that I'm willing to risk it.
0: Right. There was a lot that I would except in my life as a 20-something. <laughs> I mean, there as was a, a lot that we tolerated. That we tolerated. Yeah. Uh, and I think also that people would tolerate of me, <laughs> you know, as a 20-something. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it became a place where also um, Fire Island was... N- the more I worked in LGBT nonprofit work in New York, the less... Fire Island became a pl- was a place of entertainment, but it became a place of work for me. Yeah, like because we're Fire professional I- gays. Yep, Fire Island. <laughs> Fire Island was not a vacation to me. I would go out there and I would see people that I would know from my yeah. time at my jobs. So
1: you were kind of on.
0: Uh, yeah, why I had you to be. there. I had to be like professional homosexual Roger. Yeah, and you know some of those people I have actually absolutely gotten in shit faced in front of mm-hmm. and I've seen them you know get shit faced in front of me and it's just I, I don't know it just didn't
1: feel it wasn't your favorite right it's not your bag
0: right however Provincetown was definitely my bag
1: yeah yeah I, I, I do know this about you yes. you do love you some
0: Provincetown I do love me some Provincetown but um but yeah so what before we move over to we'll get Bad to town, but um yeah but we're looking forward to Fire Island the movie Oh my God. Yes. We're watching it on Sunday. Yes. I'm excited. Yes. Um, you're making margaritas? I am. Should we get ground margarita? Maybe. I could maybe swing us some ground I was actually thinking that I may see if I can make the planter's punch that they serve in Fire Island. Oh, the rum punch that they serve in Fire Island.
1: Is this a Fire Island thing? I don't know. I haven't
0: been. Yes. Okay. So um, I'm done for for that. That sounds delicious. (laughs) For Happy Hour, they have low tea. And oh, so yes. Is there a high tea? uh, I I don't know. I think so. (laughs) I've gotten so drunk at low tea that I'm like, Am I getting back on the ferry to go home, or am I crashing at someplace house, someone's yeah. house? Um, but and yeah, so every day at around four o'clock, wha- uh, th- that so it's like a tea dance at Pita, exactly. Okay, yeah, ex- exactly like that. Um, at one of those structures where the ferries come in, I like
1: how everyone... you call. I'm sorry, I haven't been there, so I don't. I guess <laughs> I don't understand.
0: I love how you keep calling them structures. Well, because you're not calling them bars or buildings, you're like structures. <laughs> <laughs> you will. Okay, so you will see. I mean, I could probably pull up on YouTube but you'll see in the movie yeah. where where the f- when the ferry pulls into the dock in the pines to the right you just see it is this big kind of complex that is made up of uh, like on the boardwalk that is made up of a hotel and a gym area about three different bar areas that you can kind of walk to and from. The pantry, the grocery store is right in that area as well. Mm -hmm. There's a pizza place, but you can just walk through everything and at different points in the evening, the parties move, the party and drinking and revelry moves into different areas. Okay, so it's like a structure. It it looks like a big blob (laughs) of like the boardwalks sprouted out and created these different play areas. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm excited to see the movie. I mean, uh, Well, I'm just excited for everybody that's in it. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, the last, and to
0: watch it with friends. And to watch it with friends. The last time I was in Fire Island was... What do you need for the rum punch? What's it called? Pointer's punch? Planter's punch? Planter's punch. I could be, I could be wrong that that's what it's called, but I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <so>.
1: <laughs> Listen, I trust you.
0: So the last time I was in Fire Island, I had several of those. And... I was supposed to get on the ferry with two of my friends because we had only just we had only gone for a day trip mm-hmm. to go visit our other friend and his boyfriend, who they were staying there um, for a, a longer period of Your time. Your haircut looks really nice. Thank you, thank you. I do feel it looks really good. I feel like the silver is silvery. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I feel like myself today. Yeah. Um, I so so yeah. So we were. Sorry. There. No, no, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. But I appreciate you luxuriating in my yeah. presence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is, this is, this is, yeah, this was, I got three years, four years ago. I don't know. The pandemic screwed us up, but they got on the train. They got on the ferry. I stayed because I was just like, I want to stay. And Uh, My friend and his boyfriend were like, Look, there's an extra room. Someone cancels. You can just spend the night. I'm like, Great. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I had several more of those planner punches. I don't really remember the remainder of the. She committed to stay. I did. I committed. I was like, I'm going to go hard. (laughs) Um, I also knew I was moving back at this point. I knew I was moving to Texas. Oh, so you were like, I knew. Everyone knew I was moving back to Texas. I need to soak this up before I go back to Texas. uh, It was this big kind of like Roger's last hurrah summer. Yeah. And. So I stayed. I met up with some with some other friends as well, uh, and I had dinner at their place and went dancing with them. And at one point, I was just like, "Oh, oh, I need to leave." <laughs> like, and I just I didn't tell anyone. I'm not a I'm not an Irish goodbye kind of person. I like to say my goodbyes and leave. No, this was one of those times where I was just like, "The alcohol is hit." I'm, I'm. Did you make it to the bed? I made it close enough to the house that my friend's boyfriend. Ended up coming out and finding me out on the boardwalk Listen. and walked me back to yes. Guardian Angels. Yes, and an so, angel I sent mean, from heaven. However, I did leave very early the next morning on the first ferry. Because so wasted, I did not want anyone to see me. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know how she acted. Uh, I, was, I had no idea, uh, mind you. In that walk to the ferry, I ran into at least two people that I know because this is what Fire Island is like. Okay. And on the train, after getting the ferry to the shuttle, to the train, on the train, I'm finally settled in. God, that just sounds so miserable when right? you over. Finally settled in, getting to I New York. I barely made it back from Dallas last <laughs> week. <laughs> I'm looking at my phone and looking at the pictures that I took and I'm like, I see that there are pictures of me and my friend with Ms. Cracker. Oh, come on. Yeah. I texted my friend. I was like, when did we meet Ms. Cracker? And he goes, girl, after tea yesterday, you we, you basically accosted her to get a picture. And I went, no! No! Why didn't you put me on the ferry? Why did you make me stay? I, oh. I will tell you this, though. It's one of the prettiest drunken pictures I've ever taken.
1: Oh, she still has
0: it. I looked good. I believe it. I, I looked good. It. I don't remember it, but I look good. Good for that. <laughs> Listen, that's a blessing in itself. So, that was my last Fire Island experience. Nice. Yeah. My, you got first... my first and last. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> full, circle. full circle. Really brought us full circle I in the know, Fire Island. I know. My first gay haven was. Uh, Puerto Vallarta Mm -hmm. So when we say PV We're talking Puerto Vallarta, Mexico Which is on the west coast Um, Yeah It was a friend of mine uh, Had already gotten a place down there And he and his husband were living there part time uh, Or had a place down there Condo, whatever Mm -hmm. And they invited me down And it was my first real experience With a gay haven And it was just One, it was crazy just to see so many queer people I mean, you'd see them at like Bars or whatever, but Mm -hmm. it's like You're in a different space That was my first time to Mexico Okay Um, Or or, go ahead (laughs) What did your grandmother
0: say? Eso no es Mexico (laughs) But it is though. It is. It is in the same way that we, when we say, like, like, when people come to New York and, and and or someone visits, yeah, and it's like, oh, and I went to Times Square, and we're all like, that's not New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same town. Same town. I I get it from somewhere. Yeah.
1: Um. Maybe was dope. I mean, uh, you mean again? These as queer people, we all frequent these gay havens. Mm-hmm. So I, there are queer people there. From all over the world, right? Uh, a lot of Canadians because imagine they get lots of time off in their country, um, yeah. way more time off. Yeah. Um, but one, I was amazed at how f- friendly everybody was. Which I mean, it was Mexico. Everybody was very friendly, but also just so friendly and welcoming. Of clearly flamboyantly at their out a ten out of twelve gay men.
0: And would you say that gay men, because it is a predominantly gay male yeah. vacation yeah. spot, um, that at least the parts that I've been to, make up the majority of the, their tourism dollars?
1: Oh, I mean, no. Well, I I mean, I don't know. I would say yes, but that would be kind of from my perspective because I also grew up. Knowing families that vacation to PV. Right. Because so, Puerto
0: Vallarta is not necessarily all. Okay. No, like no. A, okay. The, the so, haven of it. And as you
1: painted us a picture of Fire Island, I'll right. paint you a picture of PV. Yeah. Great Big Bay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One end of the bay is all the resorts. The Atlantis. I don't know okay. if it's an Atlantis. There's resorts. It's the family side of the bay. Uh-huh. Also the more commercialized side of it. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the bay is the Zona Romantica.
0: Zona Romantica.
1: Yes, which is their old town. Yeah. Um, and it is, like, right on the water. Okay. Which is also where the gay... That's where the gays go. The gay bars are there. Um, the gay beaches are there. The gay hotels are there. And it's all there. It's a gay haven. Like, the... It's... It, to a young... To me, I mean, young. I was I was, like, 25, probably, when I went. It was just so cool to see so much focused specifically for our community mm-hmm. and so one it was great going to all these businesses seeing people just smile men holding hands men wearing dresses caftans whatever and people just smiling and like welcoming welcoming them to their business and whatever mm-hmm. that was beautiful um it's also the first time well it's the first time i wore a speedo outside of competition because i was a swimmer. swimmer i was a swimmer growing up and I wore Speedos and so I lost pretty much all body shame. Mm. Once you're in a Speedo and in, a, in like an auditorium. I've here, heard that. Yeah, it's gone. Um, but, going outside of that, is that the wine glass ringing? Do you hear that? I do. I think it's the wine glass. Yeah. I'm going to put it over here. Um,
0: <laughs> How's the wine hitting you? It's lovely.
1: <laughs> um, so, was on the beach and I didn't really wear Speedos out. I wasn't just there comfortably yet. Mm-hmm. Like when we go to pool parties, I just wasn't where I was at. I right. liked me on my little square, little short square cuts. That
0: is where I prefer to, yeah. to live my life.
1: Until I went to Puerto Vallarta and I saw men of every age 70, 80, in speedos, thongs, and really was. It really just hit me so hard. I was like, "What am I so ashamed of?" I applaud. I applaud. And what? And also, why? Why would I? It's such a. It's. It's just a speedo. In Europe, in Europe, they're normalized.
0: People well, wear speedos all the time. The way I process this in my head, I basically i've i've gone back to where i've i've gone back to wearing like briefs. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. And, and I literally look at myself in the mirror and go, "See, no,
1: that's like, out of context, girl." That's not the same thing. Looking no. at yourself in your underwear is not the same thing as being on a beach next to uh, just everybody in Speedos. And then yeah. all of a sudden you're like the only person on the beach not in a Speedo. And you're like, what am I trying to hide? And okay. why yes. Why would I not just be more relaxed and more free and more mm-hmm. flexible and whatever? Mm-hmm. So literally bought a Speedo the first day. Good for you. Because I was like, okay, I need to not be so self-conscious or whatever. Um And it was fabulous. It was I like it too because it's it it is a big enough city. It's not like a little island. It's a big enough city that you can make the trip what you want. Well, there's things to do. There is. There is. There are. Yeah. Um, there are. And so it's like, do you want to go do the gay beaches during the day? Cool. Everybody kinda goes to the beach today. Is that your is that where you're ending your day? And then are you retiring in the evening or is Mm -hmm. that where you're starting your day? Right. Because here's so I mean, there's tons to do. You could go into different parts of town. There's a lot of really cool theaters. There's really cool shows. Um, When I went, so I, of course, because I am a gay, white, gay man, basic gay man, I had my 30th birthday in Puerto Vallarta.
0: I saw. I did a lot of research on you before we hung out that second time.
1: Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those, yeah, those... the, the 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 fun joke is to look at those pictures and play, who am I still talking to? <laughs> yep, yep,
0: that is, that is something that you did. You have mentioned that before, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a, it, that was a and coming of age thing.
0: And one of those, one of those guys in that picture, so one of those guys that went on that birthday trip with you, that is how you know, you know, friends of mine from New York. Oh my God, yeah. So that's how we...
1: Yeah, that's our full circle that, moment. Yeah,
0: that's a, that's how we...
1: Um, do that. Anyway, so... But what was so great was... One, I mean, you could do all the other stuff during the day, but at nighttime, it was like... God, it was so great because they had hella gay scene, hella mm-hmm. gay bars, but you could go to whatever level you wanted to. You know, for us, it was... We'd beach during the day. Some people would go do a little day exploring, whatever. Go Because ex- the Zona Romantic has their, like, old mm-hmm. town, so there's, like, a market square and everything. It's right. beautiful. Um, but then at the nighttime, we would like go to dinner and go out. And then at 2 a.m., it was always the turning point. There were the people who were drunk and were ready for tacos Mm -hmm. and going home Mm -hmm. and chilling. Mm -hmm. And then the ones who were ready at 2 a.m. to continue their circuiting. And literally the group literally would split in half at the taco stand every like every night of my trip. It was perfect. I loved it. I got to party with all my friends. Everybody got to do what they wanted. Yeah. And I got tacos at the end of the night. Good for you. Um and by the end of that week also, I just remember the taco guy and we just calling each kept calling each other bitch back and forth because <laughs> it's my favorite word.
0: It is my favorite
1: word it's too. F- so versatile.
0: It is one um, of my favorite
1: words. And I don't know, I don't remember. That was a very foggy trip. But no, Puerto Vallarta. Uh, clearly, I went there for the first time when I was twenty five. I went there. I've been there two other times. One of them for my thirtieth birthday, um, and it was great. Uh, the tide warning to PV: it is not a swimming ocean. No. It is a. I say that like I know. The riptide is like a yeah. real thing. That's pretty dangerous. Yeah. Um, not for my dumb drunk ass, <laughs> who is like, I'm. A, I'm a, I was a high school swimmer. I can swim. Um, and so I swam out to like the little pontoon thing that they uh-huh. do. The what's the little. Parachuting Parasailing That Uh, They had like the little um, Pontoon for the parasailing Mm -hmm. And my drunk ass was like I'm gonna swim to it It was fine I'm a strong swimmer It was great Until I got out there And then I looked back And I was like Oh fuck Cause this little Kansas boy Doesn't do well with water He can't see in Yeah And I literally had a I had a full blown panic attack and my friends started getting like I didn't have anything, and so my friends were starting to get worried that I was out there for so long, and I was just literally trying to amp myself to swim back. Ooh. It was so scary. Ooh,
0: that is scary, but scary. Um, I love but it was the, fun. I love the ocean. My preferred way to experience the ocean, uh, and this is this would be something that fi- that plays in Fire Island's favor is I need I need a house on the beach. Yes, that has a pool. Oh. That I, then, <laughs> that I can then... You like the ocean from afar. I like. I mean, I love being in the ocean. I love, like, you know, uh-huh. I I mean, you know, everyone should know this. I really don't like... Na- I love nature. You're not an outside girl. I, I'm not an outside girl, but I do love a beach. And so, like, I love being in the ocean, Um, but I also love the controlled nature of a pool <laughs> that is on the beach and that I can walk to the beach, put my feet this like, says a lot about it. In the ocean and then be able to come back up and get in the pool as I'm over. Where it's beach. safe and sound and we can see everything. And I have my brosé <laughs> or my margarita <laughs> or my beer-garita or whatever it is. And yeah, yeah um, so that Fire Island does have that in it. And, also, there are a lot of pools in Fire Island.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really pools. see the Atlantic being like a swimming ocean.
0: No. I mean, are either of the oceans really swimming oceans? They're both no. frigid, no. right? So one of the other things that I used to do on the East Coast. Yes. Yes. They can be very frigid. Yeah. Um, but. This can be nice, yeah, especially when you're wasted. and You're like, I need to wake up. Yeah. And so this is what my third summer back here in Texas. The thing that I do miss. Uh, How many summers have you been back here in Texas? Uh, so I moved fall 2019, so 2020, 2021, 2022. This is my third summer.
1: This is your third. Oh, you were saying talking about it like it was a
0: past one. Oh, no. This and is I was summer. like, how I was confused. <laughs> I was like, "How long have you been here? But I really <laughs> miss being able to get on a train or get in a car and being able to be at the at the shore in like an hour and a half.
1: Okay, so yeah, let's talk transport. Porta Vallarta is a flight. Okay. Which usually isn't bad from DFW. Right. I mean, it's usually the, the most expensive thing you're going to pay for. Um, and then it's usually a long taxi ride. I think it's about maybe an hour from the airport, Ooh. and maybe like forty minutes. Right. I don't we'll know. But in me. those, in a no AC taxi, it's mm. a lot longer. Yeah. Um, PV. No, that was PV. P town. Let's go into P town now. So
0: P town. Well, so
1: let's go first time because I want to know your first time. Because I know you love it so much, but I want to know what your first time was like. Because I've only been once.
0: So my once first, time, I've only been once. My first time was I don't re- I don't remember the year. It was part of a week long trip to Cape Cod. Oh, she did a Cape Cod. Yeah. So for so Provincetown, she's, she's Provincetown. upper echelon. <laughs> she is upper crust. She's bougie. She's bougie. bougie. Uh, Provincetown is at the tip of the Cape. Um, it's Massachusetts tale it's Massachusetts tale it's at the yeah. tip the um, gays were like let's get as far away from this shit as possible <laughs> and the first time I went so my ex the one uh, who I mentioned earlier who I, him and I dated for 12 years he had we had a dear friend who had a house in Cape Cod in uh, Harwich Port which is near Chatham and what about and You've already lost me. Uh, it's okay. It's about an hour drive from Provincetown. Okay. It's gotcha. on the Cape proper. Cool. And it's on the side. It's on the Nan it's on the side that's closer to Nantucket. Uh the island where Wings took place. T V show Wings <laughs> yes. took place. I yes, I do anyway, Martha Vineyard is where they're in that mm-hmm. area. Um but. So it was. We were there for a week, and so we decided at the end of that week that we, uh, my ex and I, we would drive to P Town and stay there for two nights. Cute. And that was the first time I went, and I was just so. It was so, a boot up visit. It was a boot up visit, and it was it was something that I really loved. I call Provincetown Main Street USA. Uh, the difference between Provincetown and Fire Island is that Provincetown is itself, it's a town. It is yeah, a town on the ocean.
1: Well, and part of what I loved about, you mentioned about Fire Island being like a no car place is that's one of the things, Puerto Vallarta's cars, <laughs> cobblestone streets too, watch mm-hmm. your ankles. Right. Do not, do not wear open toed shoes to prove mm-hmm. PV. It's not a good idea. Um but that's one of the things I loved about Provincetown is the bicycles. Mm-hmm. Like, it's walkable and bicyclable. And, yeah.
0: Absolutely. We, it was it was really great. Uh, it, it just is this commercial street is this nice avenue of it's shops gay. and restaurants. It's gay. It's gay Cape Cod. Like, it it it's
1: like gay mom and pops.
0: Exactly. It's adorable. Oh, and it's an old <laughs> Portuguese whaling town. What? Yeah. It's a Portuguese town? An, uh... A lot of early settlers were Portuguese, oh, really? i
1: I, I mean th- that tracks. I mean, it's like two winds of a continent,
0: right. And, um, I you know, it's where the pilgrims also stopped before landing onto Plymouth Rock. Wow, the chances mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but but it's definitely an old whaling town. And you can see the vestiges of that in in a lot of the historical walks of Provincetown. I started going to Provincetown with regularity in 2016. Yeah. And so I go in August every year with my friends.
1: The first time I went was for 4th of July.
0: Oh, which is essentially Fire Island but at we, Provincetown. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, yeah, so we, four, it, it's,
1: we started with 4th of July mm-hmm. and then rolled into Bear Week.
0: Yes. So it the, was big, great. the big joke that a lot of townies, locals in Provincetown is that... Um, No one eats during 4th of (laughs) July because it's all the circuit boys. Yeah. But that's okay because that means there's enough food for when Bear Week rolls around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it was wild to watch watch the demographic change Mm because we got there. I think we got there day after 4th of July, I think we were okay. in Boston for 4th of July, we stayed a night in Boston for 4th of July, so we got there the day after so it was kind of like after the main festivities but people were still partying or whatever, it was like mm-hmm. a weekend
0: Still tweaking out
1: uh, Yeah, unfortunately yeah. Um, and so so it was fun to see kind of like, you're Twinkie you're, mm-hmm. you know, muscly dudes you're very fit, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. and then it slowly started transitioning and then it was like cool, like normal people, and then all of a sudden it was like bears, yeah. And it yeah. was just, it
0: was just so funny to just watch it. I don't know. I would love to go for Bear Week. I've been for Spooky Bear weekend. I know, you keep saying that. I want to go for Spooky in, Bear. In, be uh, in, in the fall. But to get to P-Town...
1: Again, going back to the transportation. <laughs> yes, but
0: to get to P-Town, if you don't have a car... Because there's a couple ways. Yeah, If you don't have a car, but you live on the east coast, so from New York... The goal is you have to get to Boston, right? Yes. Yeah. So from New York, I would get on the Amtrak from Grand Central Station to Boston to... uh South Station in Boston, and then would take a ferry from Boston to Provincetown. I just recently, so I'm going to Provincetown this summer. Yeah, and for me this go around, I'm actually will be flying.
1: Listen, that's the way I did it.
0: And so, yeah, normally it would, I guess, normally it It would would be. No, that's a lie. I'm flying into Boston, then take the ferry to P-town. However. Because it is more expensive. It is insanely expensive to fly into Boston. I'm actually flying into New York. And then training? Uh, and then probably training. And then probably doing the ferry. Unless yeah. I unless I train into Connecticut to ride with my friends who live in Connecticut who are
1: staying with us. But the, It's barriers. Oh, the yeah. gays were like, we're not going to make it easy for no, you. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Because I was like, oh, I flew in. That's not true. I trained in. My buddy Waleed, Boston, and then I flew out of D- Boston.
0: Yeah. So last year, last year I had wrapped a P-Town visit into a visit with New, New York. Kid, but my boyfriend flew in. Oh, yeah. I remember that trip. Yeah. So it was it was cheaper for him to fly into New York, take the train and take the ferry. All of that was cheaper than just a round trip ticket from here to Boston. Seriously? A, a flight. I believe it. Yeah. So Um, so I love P-Town. I could go into... It's your home away from home. It is my home away from home. It's like gay Disneyland for me. Also, I feel that it is a much more welcoming place of different... uh, of different sex of the LGBTQ community. Uh, I know that a lot of people will say that Fire Island is just as welcoming, that the Pines is just as welcoming. Mm -hmm. But as a... Cute little Latino. I have experienced the Fire Island that I have experienced mm-hmm. is not the welcoming thing that everyone else that
1: it's it, not the welcoming thing that you seem. in Provincetown. Town, exactly. Provincetown. Yeah, I'm very excited about. Oh wait, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm I got, ve- just remember the gardens.
0: So <laughs> I'm very excited to see this Fire Island movie. Yeah. Um, from the trailer, it looks like they're going to address because a few things. it is written from a an ethnic point of view. Mm-hmm. Granted, I, I mean Joel Kim Booster does not hide away from uh, enjoying his circuit parties as mm-hmm. well. So, so there's that, and he is, you know, a very attractive mm-hmm. uh, person. Um, so, is probably able to travel in circles that you know, not all, some of us don't and can't yeah but i'm very intrigued to see the reaction of people who go to fire island right? basically i'm excited to see what the white gays of fire island think of yeah this
1: movie. i wonder i'm interested to see if Wait. he really just sets it off right or if he like tries to wrap it up nicely.
0: are we the villains <laughs> uh,
1: as a white gay i can like, fully admit we are the villains.
0: Oh yeah. Well,
1: yeah. We're doing yeah. our best, but we're the villains. Yeah. Um, okay. I got my favorite part of P Town, probably. <laughs> yeah. Is that I don't know what the HOA regulates, the homeowners association. Okay. But when I got there and realized that every single house had a gorgeous English flower garden. Oh yeah like i it wasn't just one house it wasn't two houses every house on every street has flowers blooming like i was i love it, it like everyone understood the assignment everybody understood we're here to make it gay we're here to make it cute yeah. and we're all going to plant massive flowers every
0: summer i come away with a bunch of pictures of flowers on my fl- i don't even like gardening <laughs>
1: Oh, I did. Oh, I came back from P Town just full of flower pictures. I was like, I was obsessed. I was like,
0: was I obsessed was with hydrangeas part. today? Right?
1: <laughs> it's <up> the hydrangeas. <laughs> they have so many hydrangeas in P Town, and it makes me. And peonies. They have lovely peonies too. Well, and
0: it's it's everything that's a long commercial. Oh God, we're so good. everything that's a long commercial. <laughs> They're marigolds. <laughs> <laughs> and on Bradford and like the main kind of area. Yes, but I mean, I mean, and that's what I love about it. The yeah. love that it's so New England. It's so yeah, which beautiful. was new for me
1: because that was I. I've been to New York, but I had never been to like Cape Cod or a small New England town. Like Boston was the thing, but like going coming from the Midwest, coming from the plains, where like the oldest thing is like from eighteen hundred. Yeah, like in eighteen seventy. Yeah. And going there where these houses were so old and it was just a completely different style of like architecture and like design and just like the yeah. flowers, all the flowers. Well,
0: and, and so I've, and I feel like we've hit like the bit, what I feel are the big three, probably. Maybe Palm Springs is the other one. Wait, I got to share one of the like scariest experiences of my life at b 10 Oh, 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 please.
1: Um, it's, a, I, yeah. So um, again, since we're talking about architecture... <laughs> Uh I wouldn't call the buildings their structures. No. Cuz they're very much just houses. Yeah. Like yeah. the 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 little B&Bs oh. are houses. The motels are houses. Oh yeah.
0: Oh and in and in a couple of years when the big hurricane that global warming has caused, yeah, it's going to rip everything apart. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're um, not structures. Yeah, they're not structures.
1: Um so that same weekend Okay. Yeah, it was like 4th Fourth Fourth of, of July to Bear Week. Um, okay. It was near the end of Bear Week. Uh, and we were bouncing around. And there's one house or club where the bar is in the basement.
0: Yes. Yeah. So it's, we uh, go. Porch bar and club purgatory. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if it's still called club purgatory. I think because of the pandemic, something may have closed down. But anyway, whatever. But yeah, I was there. at the Griffith House. It
1: was great. We go, and I think it was actually like a costume night or something. I don't know. I was not wearing a lot of clothes. I know okay. that much. Um, and so we go. We get. Oh, I was wearing tights. I was going through a tights phase. I was wearing a lot of tights.
0: There's a party that's there once a week during the summer called Fag Bash, and it's always a theme. It wasn't. Maybe it was Fag Bash. Yeah, I don't know. There that's was where, a theme to what we were doing, it, and I where, had
1: yeah. tights that were on. Okay. So I was like, I'm going. Okay. Um, we get there at a reasonable like ten o'clock. So it's like there's a few people there, right? And we like are just getting started, and so we go out to the dance floor. There's nobody on the dance floor, and this whole bar, this basement is L shaped. Mm-hmm. There's a door at the top, and there's a door at the end of the L, mm-hmm. and so we the the dance floor is at the corner. And so we go to the dance floor, and we're dancing whatever, and I guess like the time to show up was like 10.30. And so we get to the dance floor, we have our drinks, we're like, oh, this is cute. The flood happens. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, the dance floor is packed. Mm-hmm. I right? We are covered in other people's sweat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's fun. And I'd say at about 11, 10.40, about 10 minutes after it hits, I'm like, I'm gonna go get a drink. I go to get a drink, and I see the bar, and I'm like... It's going to take me 10 minutes just to get to that bar. Mm-hmm. It's 20 feet away. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I saw the exit, <laughs> both exits, mm-hmm. and realized that I was a solid mm, 30 minutes away from either exit. Mm-hmm. And I was all of a sudden, all of my instincts were like, you got to go. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if this shit burns down, <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it, was, it seemed so dangerous to me. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And so I was like, I gotta go. my anxiety hit and I was like my claustrophobia, I was like, I can't do it.
0: Yeah. It's so funny because tea ends at like seven it's from four to seven. Yeah. At the boat's lift. And everybody's supposed to go get dinner, but nobody eats. Well, I mean during that dur- during that week. During that during week. That I week. mean, you know, or people go out, like go out to dinner and yeah. then we'll go home and we'll change to arrive at a bar or you know, whichever bar you're supposed to be at that night, depending yeah. on um if you want to be like a, in a dance party or whatever, uh, or you just want to, a, 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 you you, ha, you can choose your own adventure. That's what I love about P-Town.
1: It is a choose your, oh my God, But, but bars, that's what I love. I think bars that's, bars close I don't know one. if I would like Fire Island as much because I like P-Town and PV for that because you can kind of choose how you want to spend your day and it doesn't always have to be the same thing. Yeah. The circuit or the bar scene, you can go crazy. Absolutely. Or, or you, you can, can have avoid, a lovely day on the Cape. Or you can, avoid it, <laughs> or you can avoid it all together. Exactly. You can have a recovery day where you just sit in the garden with flowers. Mm-hmm.
0: And the best, well, like Maggie also <laughs> one of the best parts is there are performers who have residencies. For oh the yeah, summer
1: and they bounce between P Town and PV. Exactly. Literally, yes. one year I went uh, from P. The one time I went to P Town, I was in PV three weeks later. Mm-hmm. And linked up with another with a friend of mine who was a Kansas City performer. Okay. Who had again, small gay community, right. same gay havens. I saw them in Porterville or in Provincetown. Three weeks later, I saw them in PV.
0: Yeah.
1: And I have also seen them in Salina, Kansas.
0: <laughs> Salina, Kansas. Uh, the, shout the out to your gay haven. Shout out Salina, Kansas. To Kansas
1: City homegirl Daisy Bouquet <laughs> from Abilene, Kansas, who has performed at the Smoky Hill River Festival. In Salina, Kansas. I, that I've also seen in multiple cities across the country.
0: I love that. Um, there, was, there was a time before Trixie Mattel blew up. So it was after her first initial uh, trip on Drag Race. Oh, I saw her when I was in P-Town. Yeah, and then before All Stars 3. I wonder if we were in P-Town the same year. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we would have we run into each other. We don't know. We didn't know who
1: each other were. Why would we have run into each other?
0: So I've been meaning to tell you. I've been keeping this a secret now for almost three years. But we totally made out in P town. Shut up! Don't (laughs) tell me
1: that. (laughs) You know that's not funny (laughs) because it's not funny because sometimes I don't remember. I know (laughs) that's rude. Don't pick on me.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh! Um, Oh my gosh! You don't got a good memory. Um, I feel like we hit the. I feel like we we talked a lot about yeah. I feel like we talked about a lot of Fire Island and Port of and Provincetown and now we're like, oh, well maybe we should do the gay ghettos. gay ghettos. I mean the gay havens of other cities.
1: Well, I mean another I think another we're I think we'll or, we hit the gay havens that are as whole towns. Yeah. centered on the gay community yeah. and people flock to. I, I, would be I think interested. that New York City, Chicago, like yeah, like I love Boystown.
0: I've been before. Yeah,
1: Boystown is cute. I love me a Midwestern boy. I am a Midwestern boy. Um, I like them corn-fed, mm-hmm. so they're very they're a little thicker in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, but one year it was funny just because of my type. I I like um, I like all men. I find men attractive. Um,
0: <laughs> I used to have a supervisor. I asked. Uh, I he was new to the job, and he came in, and we had gone out to get drinks too. Get to know each other, and uh-huh. I asked him, "Okay, so you know what's your type?" And he goes, "Penis." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you? Do you want to be more specific?" Oh yes. my god! I, mean, I, was just- I <laughs> listen. I am an equal opportunity employer. Yeah. I
1: do have a type, though. I have realized I like a tall, dark, and handsome. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I used to say uh, I like him with a big backyard. Uh, until my sweet friend Rob was like so they have to own property? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, girl, they gotta have a fat ass. Like, I'm like, I was like, she's like, but you said backyard. I'm like, I was, it was a metaphor. A euphemism. Euphemism, whatever. Anyway, so one summer, I, I did New York, Chicago, and San Francisco. Like, oh. one week in each in a row. It was too long of a vacation. um, But it was wild how, because I like, I like such a variety. Yeah. Um, in in New York City, being a gay haven, there were gay people all over that city. I couldn't walk down the block without catching like catching glimpse of a man mm-hmm. that made me catch my breath or turn around and watch him walk away.
0: I I've ever since every time I've gone back to New York, I am reminded of how attractive men in New York.
1: are. They are so attractive. Okay, literally, I I have the case study. Yeah. Okay. Went to Chicago. Cute guys, mm-hmm. couple. I went to Hollywood Beach. Have you ever been to Hollywood Beach in Chicago? No, I've only been to Chicago has, once. Chicago has a beach, and it's beautiful. It's great. It's gay. It's great. Um, went to Chicago. I saw a couple cute boys. Mm-hmm. Went to San Francisco. Didn't turn around once. Like not once. And it was like I literally. It was so funny. Like from New York to Chicago, from New York Chicago to San Francisco. I slowly got less interested in the men in the public. And I was like, I think it's just the diversity. Mm -hmm. New York, there's such a diversity of like dress and style and whatever. Chicago, I mean, like, again, it's a centering point. It's like a Midwest city. So everybody from every small town Mm -hmm. in that region has Mm -hmm. gone to that city. San Francisco, they just all look the same. Yeah. It was all the tech bro look. And I'm like, okay, this is one note across the board. Yeah. Yeah. but I did love San Francisco. I love going to the Castro. I love getting my gay history in the Gay History Walk. I lived for. Have you been, have you d- done that in San Francisco? I have not been to
0: San Francisco. Oh, I know. Okay. There's. I feel like there's and a lot of cities go, that I need friend. to like. San Francisco. Uh, I mean, I I've have been, multiple friends in Chicago yeah, and San Francisco that we can go stay with. I want to do. Um, it's not in the United
1: States, but Montreal. Girl, no, no. We're doing San Francisco we're doing San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're gonna do San Francisco, but then we're gonna do wine country.
0: I, which I've done. That I've done. I've been to wine country. We're gonna do both. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's 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 good. Oh my god, that gives us Oh we should take this on tour if we're so <laughs> lucky. If we are so lucky. Yeah, girl. Take yeah. It Oh my god, that'd be fun bitch, don't let us do a episode from a winery in Sonoma. I mean <laughs> I mean we're basically do we well, we're out of wine. So yeah, a winery wouldn't run out of wine. No, that's true. That is true. Um well listen, let's kind of uh, let's wrap this one up okay. a bit. Um uh, This is wrap- a nice little getaway. A nice little getaway. Getaway. Get I cannot wait to Shout out to Vincent. Talk a little bit more. I think I would love to have <laughs> More in-depth talks about just like each each one of, of these little gay havens and getaways, um, which we'll do, which yeah. we'll do. Um, do you want to end with a queer cultural touchstone? Um, sure. should it be should it be the documentary that we kept referring to, Cherry Grove Stories? <laughs> no, no. Have but but that is the documentary that. that we were referring to, Cherry Grove Stories. If you want to know a little bit of the history of Cherry Grove and Fire Island.
1: Um, queer cultural touchstone.
0: I mean, I guess I don't know. um, I will do you have a different one? Well, I'll do something that um, so one of my favorite authors, <laughs> who is gay,, mm-hmm. I hope he's gay. He writes a lot of gay stuff.
1: listen as I as we've he is. learned. Things can be coded he as gay queer. if they're from a different time yes, period. Yes, he is queer.
0: Uh, Michael Cunningham, who wrote The Hours and mm-hmm. A Home at the End of the World, which does take place in Provincetown as well. Uh, and he actually wrote a a book uh, called uh, Provincetown um, hmm. that I read summer of 2020 here in Texas because I couldn't go to Provincetown.
1: So you read about it.
0: So I read about it. I Oh, that's cute. I, friend. I booked I booked a little You were so gay. <laughs> <laughs> I booked a little um Airbnb by myself and um and took books, but I took one specifically. No, it's it's called actually Land's End, a walk in Provincetown. And so I just sat by this pool at this Airbnb cottage in Dallas. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and that was my little province get away from Provincetown. I love that. Yeah, I love that for you. But Michael Cunningham is also just an amazing, amazing writer. And if you haven't seen the hours, grab some tissues. Grab some tissues. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I think mine would probably have to be the Cherry Groves because it's the only thing I can think of right now. Yeah, but it's such a good po- it's such a good documentary. Um, and it just—I—I I love it because again, history nerd. So I love the 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 whole history behind it. Like we know it as one thing, yeah, but there is context to it. There is depth to it. There well, is a reason people were there.
0: Well, and also it was also this getaway from the AIDS crisis as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, obviously, it didn't escape. Like, yeah. you know, didn't not touch them there. Yeah, but so many. People who died of AIDS, also wanted to just like, please just in Fire Island. I just that that's where I want to be. Yeah, you know, I want to see that sunset. Oh, now I'm gonna.
1: I just encourage everybody to watch the documentary on Cherry Groves. Yeah, learn. They may not be your blood. Yeah, but learn about your queer ancestors. Yeah, learn about your queer elders. Yeah, you know, the women and men who were living this lifestyle in a completely different time period with a completely different. Uh, opportunities. Yeah. And they still made it fun. It and they still made fun. a life for themselves.
0: I mean, and the fact that it's still there. Yeah. For for people for us. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, friend, this was a journey. It was a getaway. It was a getaway. It a getaway. A getaway. <laughs> a, getaway. <laughs> a getaway. All right. Well, uh everyone, go and subscribe. Great review great review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Queer Context, Q U E E R C O N T X T, on Instagram.
1: Send us your questions. Let us know if we gave too many code words or made too many abbreviations. Just let us
0: know. We'll explain. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, everyone. We'll see Bye. you soon. Bye.